Welcome to episode 70 of the regular scheduled release of Movies in 4K on Thursday. I am Bill Shetty. I'm Lady Phantom. And she's going to lead us into this movie review, which I'm curious to find out her take on, with a fun fact. The lead actress in this movie suffered from food poisoning for a while, and she had to take fluids in between scenes just to get through them. Wow, that is really interesting. Do you want to say who the lead actress is to give him a teaser? Emily Blunt. All right, let's kick her off. Twenty fifteen, we are covering Sicario. Runs for two hours and one minute. Is a rated R film. Listed in five genres: action, crime, drama, mystery, thriller. I agree. I agree totally. It has a nice mixture of all of those elements. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, director. Denis Villeneuve. French guy, huh? Yeah, he directed Arrival and Blade Runner twenty forty nine. Kind of bizarre director covering this movie with an American Spanish twist. <laughs> yeah, and this movie was before those, wasn't it? I mean, I, I don't, I'm not sure, but it's close. Arrival somewhere around the same time too. Yeah, 2015. All right, a bunch of stars. Phantom, go ahead. We have Emily Blunt, Benicio del Toro, Josh Brolin, Victor Garber, John Bernthal, Daniel Kaluuya. And others that I don't know. Oh, Maximiliano Hernandez, he was an Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Okay, let's get this out of the way right here and name their characters. Daniel Kaluuya, like Kaluuyan Cream? No, I think it's Kaluuya. <laughs> well, Kaluuyan Cream, we'll call him. He is the guy from Get Out. Yes, British. And anything else that you know of? He was in Black Mirror... Uh, I'm, I'm sure but probably he made a else. name for himself because of the Oscar winner of Get Out, right? Yes. Okay, Emily Blunt, who was in A Quiet Place, you told me, right? She's the a mother? A Quiet Place, she's a mother, yeah. She was in Mary Poppins also. She's also very British. She has been in lots of stuff, with also with Tom Cruise and Edge of Tomorrow and many other things. All right, and we got... Bernicio del Toro, which I know you say his name better. He's the usual suspects guy. <laughs> it's what fantastic. I always think of in this when they're in the lineup, the police lineup, and he says something really funny. It'll always stick with me. But I'm sure he's been in a lot of other movies that yes. I'm unaware of. Yes, he has. And he is really good. Yes. And Josh Brolin. Josh Brolin. I mean, wow. Go on because of the superhero movie, right? Well, I he mean. He plays, what's the character's name? He, well, like most recently, he played Thanos. Thanos, right. Uh-huh. He also was the, the guy in Deadpool 2, but I don't remember his name right now. Uh, but I first saw him in The Goonies. Yes. <laughs> For me, this guy has come a long way. Oh, yes. He was a popular teen star back in the day when I was growing up. 
And some of the films that I've seen him in personally is one of my favorite horror movies, The Road Killers, which is an action horror mm-hmm. movie. He's really young in that. And, of course, the Invisible Man sort of spinoff, Hollow Man. Yeah. And outside of that, going back to some minor roles, that's what I personally know this guy from. Yeah, he also played Tommy Lee Jones's character in Men in Black 3. And I loved oh, him in that. Like. <laughs> oh, I loved him in that. Okay, and one other guy, John Bernthal, which I know what Phantom's going to allude to, but I seen this guy, and I think everybody did because of The Walking Dead. Oh, I first saw I him in that. I don't think he was known before this. I don't, I don't know. I first saw him in that, and of course, later in The Punisher, the Punisher he right. was fantastic right. in that. He's got a little role here. He's not in it that much, but all the other stars are in it quite a lot all right yeah that maximiliano hernandez he was as i said in agents of shield and he has been in a few marvel movies too did you name the guy just because i knew him from titanic he was the architect Victor garber yeah i did he's not in it too much either but he's the head of the cia yeah all right read that little plot an idealistic fbi agent is enlisted by a government task force to aid in the escalating war against drugs at the border area between the u.s and mexico yes and that's a good start because idealistic is exactly the portrayal of emily blunt yeah she is very much by the book right and don't even realize how corrupt things can be and how under the radar law enforcement is across the world, basically. And also she doesn't realize exactly how dirty they have to get their hands sometimes, even to do good things. Yeah, and uh, that's one of my little criticisms, I'll just say up front. I think, you know, this deer in the headlights motif that she's under is a little unrealistic for a super serious movie, in my opinion. I would You don't know. go through all this training, and she's, what, in her 30s in this, mid-30s, would you yeah. say? So she's been around the block. She's had to go to many training camps and do many stakeouts and things, and I just think it was a little disingenuous in this movie for a super serious movie. Now, her attitude is key really her naivete if you want to say is kind of crucial and pivotal to the actual plot yes so it wouldn't work with someone else so they draw on that all right this film starts with explaining where the word sicario comes from back in roman times and then states that sicario means hitman in mexican spanish which i didn't know yes that's true and that might give you a little hint on what this movie's about because when we picked this movie up i had no idea what that word meant and the phantom never told me so well he didn't ask well i would have <laughs> thought you would have said so no, we why? have that So they explain the word, and we see a bunch of FBI agents, CIA. They're going in in Arizona, Chandler, I think it was. Yeah. And they're doing a raid on a drug lord's supposed house, and they just blow down the doors, go in, start shooting people, but they find a lot of dead bodies 
buried within the walls of this house. Well, then they wouldn't be buried, would they? <laughs> well, I call it a form of buryment. And how they found it was because one of the thugs there shoots at Emily Blunt's character, and it makes a big hole in the wall, and Kahlua <laughs> actually sees something's behind there, and they open it up and find all these bodies. And this is where she really perks up like she wants to know what's behind this jumping from this scene which is a really climactic open i must say it was really well done mm -hmm. gets you into the movie quick yes i like that a lot and then you go into this office where all the police and you're not sure who these people are you figure head of fbi cia homeland security every government agency involved and they try to enlist her to go after the kingpin that's behind this uh-huh but they tell her she has to volunteer correct which is key during this movie they never really explain to her the full conglomeration of what's behind this so yeah. she is on the down low pretty much every aspect of every raid what they're going to do what their accomplishment is and thus yeah which i thought was also key to the movie because it feels like you are going into this movie with, with her. her yeah in like with her point of view so you really don't know what's going on. You are learning things at as the same is. pace as she does. Right, that's a good pickup, Phantom, because you're not seeing the inside talks with the other people either. And Josh Brolin is one of the keys to this. Yeah, and it's a very uncomfortable feeling because you just get to feel as lost as she is feeling. And that's just an, an uneasy feeling feeling that helps get into the movie yes it keeps you engaged i think yeah. in suspense and mystery yep. and wonderment because you don't know and they're giving you just small little nuggets here and there now you do know the grand scheme of things they are trying to get this guy that's basically untouchable in mexico but how and why, right. that is the question. And you don't even meet this guy to the end of the movie. And then yeah. there's other sub stories and plots of different people that they find out and glean information and stuff like that. Uh -huh. So we can say a few scenes here. After she gets enlisted, she's on her first mission and she thinks she's going to Texas. <laughs> yes. Well, they end up, well, not illegally because this comes into play and I don't want to talk about it. But they end up going into Juarez, correct? Mexico. Yeah. Which is right over the border mm -hmm. somewhere in Texas. Yeah. And they do like a convoy and they have it pre-set up to drive right through the border. They are dealing with the Policia Federal in yeah. Mexico. And so it's a joint venture here, but they know it's extremely dangerous. And they're trying to get this one guy out of Mexico to glean more information about the leaders of this drug lord kingpin saga. <laughs> and this is around the time you meet the Bernicio del Toro's character, which you have no idea who this guy really is. 
And even at the end of the movie, you get more information, but, and there is some statements about who this guy is, but he is mysterious. Yeah. And I want to say that that works very well too. I read that initially he was going to just come into the group and explain who he was to Kate. That's Emily Blunt's character in the movie. And he does do a little that here. Uh-huh. But he was supposed to do that repeatedly, like tell her different things about himself. But they decided to go with not telling her. And I think that was a perfect decision. Because they thought, and I think they are, they were right, that it would be kind of weird to just have this guy come and, okay, so here is who I am. You know? Like... No, like part of the of the charm of all this, if you can call it that, is that this guy is mysterious. And I didn't want him to just go and not be mysterious. And super serious, too. Oh, like yeah. You could tell just by his facial reaction, and it goes to his acting ability, too. Absolutely. How intense this guy could be. Yep. Uh, one little side area here that, i missed i think is pretty key is emily blunt's partner they don't hire him but he's like the chauffeur and doesn't know what's going on but he comes later on to get entrapped in this scenario also Mm -hmm. because he's wondering what's going on and the leaders here in this josh brolin basically he is just feeding her enough to keep her going through these scenarios even though she feels a lot of shadiness going on yeah but he convinces her you know you want to get the bad people this is the way you got to do it it's got to be secret not anybody knows you got to keep it under wraps we can't give too much information out because he says to her, well, you can go back to the force and just keep doing what you're doing, raiding houses. That doesn't solve the problem. Mm-hmm. They have to get to the issue, the main people behind all the drugs flowing in and out of the country. All right, Lady Phantom, that's good on the story, I think. If there's specific scenes, I think we can cover because some things stood out to me. And I think it's more on the 4K side. I'd like to leave some of that there. But let's talk about some of the camera work trickery and cinematography and stuff like that. Like, I thought this movie looked really gorgeous for the most part. Yeah, the camera work was very good. Like, one scene stood out to me, and I and we will for sure talk about it more on 4k the scene where they enter the tunnel they actually did use a thermal camera the other one uh i don't think it was but they did use a thermal camera and i thought all that scene was so well done yes and just the whole movie it was very stable like it just felt like they had a lot of cameras set up there was nothing really jerky even during the action scenes when it got a little phonetic you know you've seen some things to make it imitate there was a lot going on but it was very clear recognizable and i appreciated that like it was shot super well yeah you got all the action and what you needed to get out of it and what they didn't show you they didn't show you on purpose 
like a lot of gunshot wounds to heads and things. They yeah. cut away. And uh, also, I think that scene where they, uh, that you mentioned, where they go into Juarez and then out of it, they built all of that. Did they really? Because the opposite would have meant like street closures and everything, and they just couldn't get that luxury. So they built that. And this scene oh, looks incredible wow. because it's done via many cameras, a lot of overhead copter shots where you can see the city and the streets and where they're going and the roads that are blocked off. Yeah. And like it was impressive. really impressive. Really impressive. Yeah, like I'm wondering how many takes it took to get this because it felt like watching one the take. movie. Right. Yeah. That they were just following this convoy to a certain area. And then, of course, they get blocked off certain times and stuff like that. And just how it pulled away the camera and the showed the overviews. Excellent. Yeah. And there work. was also one climatic scene there where they get trapped in a traffic jam because a car breaks down. Right. We that can talk is, about that. That is a key scene. And they did mention this twice while they're doing this extraction we'll say is that if they come under fire it's gonna be right around the border yeah and there is a jam there and there is a showdown there yeah and that's the first time that kate goes like wait a minute what am i even doing here what's what's happening here yeah, this is not what i signed for right there yeah and that was very good there what else we got here? Let's talk about the acting because, oh, my God. This, oh, it this was is, stellar. Yeah, this, I don't know how you could get any better acting for this movie for what you had to do. Like I said, I have a problem with the character, but she pulled off what they wanted to. Yeah. I believe she was dumbfounded and had moral dilemmas and all this stuff during this movie. Yeah. And the Kahlua guy, too. Yeah, the thing is that also you have to consider that at the beginning, they did mention, I think, that actually she was in the department of wherever she worked about rescuing kidnapped people. So, I mean, she was ready for none of this whatsoever. So it, it was really interesting, but her acting was flawless. Everyone's acting was flawless yep, in this even movie. Even the co-stars. Everyone. Really good. Like, they really commanded you watching and listening and paying attention. Brolin, Del Toro, Kalua, the Titanic guy. What's his name? Victor Garber. Yeah, okay. Um, yeah, just really intense and, like, not boring in the least. Like, you're just intrigued. It yeah. was so good. Yeah, and like I caught myself at, at times like forgetting to check for 4K stuff because I was just into the movie. Right, because you're trying to glean more information and, and Del Toro's acting here, like I haven't seen him in that many movies. I can't imagine him doing a better job than what he had to do in this movie here. He is fantastic. What he turns out to be so fits with his charisma and attitude yeah. and his nature and it worked now let's talk about some of the action scenes phantom because there's some gun battles here and stuff like that what did you think especially like in the tunnels oh they were very good you don't i mean sometimes you know that something is happening because you hear it but you don't really get to see it 
but what you do see is really good. Like the the I think they were choreographed very well. Yeah, and I will say since this is rated R, you might think there's a lot of like Rambo type violence here. Not really. A couple scenes like that initial machine gun scene they stayed yeah. on that one a little longer but it's still like a couple yeah. seconds scene and those but there's no like intense gunshot wounds that you no, see no i think that our rating refers more to the to the actual theme of the movie probably and even if you don't see a lot of things you know that they're happening and right. they, they well, are they very adult show scenes. not close up no private parts they do show four dead mexicans hanging yeah in juarez naked yes. at a distance they're hanging so you 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 cannot do that if without an r rating right really and they explained what was going on there and that yeah part of the movie. that and also i mean that last scene for example it's wow it's well it, it's not the last scene but it's nearing the end it's so tense i don't remember a more tense scene in a while are you saying with del toro yeah but not the emily blunt no. final final scene no. well i like that scene just as much i think too i i mean i did too i but really the previous like the one yes no absolutely but the previous one is like you have zero music you just have these actors together and you can feel the tension you can cut it with a oh, knife yeah the drug kingpin's wife oh my goodness. wow that little actress there and she's in it 30 seconds but i felt her terror i know and the kids like they they, they didn't well, even the want kids to didn't show that much emotion they were because how the scene was set up but she knew the kids didn't know but that exactly but that's exactly what you get because the kids i mean you're talking about a child like, like maybe an 11 12 year old and a 15 16 year old they are i mean you can tell how confused they are and they tell them come on eat eat and and they like they want to eat but not really, but they're eating because they're telling them to, but you can tell how confused they are. It's not like they're scared. It's more like they're confused. And I think they that matched perfectly. And Phantom, I didn't know this until we reviewed this movie. This has a sequel. Oh, really? Yes. So oh. depending on where we come in, it could be a written review down the road. Oh, is it also in 4K? I don't know. I would assume if huh? this one is, this one's older. So I All don't right. know why a newer movie wouldn't be. But if we ever do review it, remember, bookmark com so you don't miss that. All right, Lady Phantom, music. I like I love the music, music in this. It was the, the it's uh, Johan Johansson. Yeah, he, we've He also did Arrival. You, you like the music from Arrival a little, and I did too. He did that music as well. I don't know about Blade Runner 2049, but oh, great music. I, I mean, it's nothing beautiful or bombastic or anything, but it's the perfect yeah, it's soundtrack. The tense, oh my crime goodness. drama type thriller music. Yeah, with a lot of bass that mm -hmm. just like you feel it in your bones. Yeah, and, and it, it's ugh. there in the background. It's not overpowering. This isn't no big action movie or nothing. Yeah. Doesn't blare. It's just subtle tones and does boost up in power when more 
prevalent things are happening. Yeah, super tense, super... Ah, it, it's just eerie. Okay, I will say this could be in the 4K too. There was a couple times the dialogue was a little lost on me. And it could be due to some accents. But Maybe. I'm curious if you lost any words in this movie. Not really. Not really. But I will say, because I just have to mention that as a negative, that I was just checking with the, the cast. And as far as I could tell, the drug lord was Mexican. His brother was Mexican, the guy that they extract. And that was it. Nobody else. And I have said it before and I will say it again. It's just so painfully obvious when someone is not Mexican because they're accents don't match or because they speak in a way that that people don't speak in mexico it just sounds weird and then i know that's only mexicans would know that right yes yeah i don't think that anybody from any other country i mean maybe if you are if they are from that other country they would say wait a minute those sound like people from here not from mexico but i mean it's the thing, you know, like you're supposed to be like in Mexico or dealing with Mexicans. Why not just hire Mexicans? But whatever. And There's also not that many supposed Mexicans in this, though, no, too no. surprising because they're back and forth from, you know, border states and Mexico several times. here. Yeah. But even like there's this scene where they interview some migrants. Not even they were Mexican. Oh, really? They weren't? I know. Yeah, yeah, there was this one scene. There was like six buses full of immigrants, and um, that none of them were Mexicans. I don't. I mean, I don't know because I they only a few of them speak. But the ones that I actually did hear speak, no. That's surprising because there was hundreds of people there, and yeah. I mean, you've seen them. Yeah. This was a lot of extras in that scene specifically. Yeah, and I'm sure like probably they had also Mexicans there, but they were not the ones that spoke. That's surprising. And uh, also I caught, I mean, this is stupid and probably nitpicking, but it just jumped at me. When you see the scene where the federal police and these people are going through Mexico, it's like, I mean, everything in the in the trucks is spelled correctly, but there was one police vest from a mexican guy that said policia but it didn't say policia it said policia like they put the little accent in the wrong eye and and you're and I sure was like, of really? that phantom because that yeah. went by quick okay because all the others you said it was accurate yeah i mean i was and then after that because it was one of the first ones i saw I tried to to find all of them but that was actually the only vest they showed like really clearly all the rest was cars but it it's i mean that kind of things jump at me because i mean first duh i am mexican and second i'm a language teacher so they are things that you really catch quickly especially if they are in your native language and i was like really really a misspelling on a vest okay. like that did it like couldn't they just but whatever all right, one other key, and I think this could be negative to some people. I really enjoyed the introduction to this one Mexican family. It goes back to them. He's probably got a good 15 or so minutes, his family, in this two-hour movie. It's his wife and his boy, and he's always waking him up and wants to play soccer or football there and feeding him. And you know he's going to become something in this movie. 
And I really felt something for this family because there is a conclusion with that family, that character. He is a Mexican police officer. And like, I could see people say, why did we need this? We didn't need oh, like that. Like people could say that was filler. But that was vital to the story. Because I mean, it's not really vital to the story at is. all. I think it is. Not to the story of the movie, maybe. Right, that's what I'm but saying. It, but it is vital to show how sometimes, I mean, people that shouldn't be involved, like, get involved, involved. It's, get right. involved and, and what the, the real effect of these things has on people that have no guilt whatsoever, like the little Mexican boy who wasn't Mexican either, by the way. And like he just go, he just wants to go play soccer with him, or, or him to go to his soccer game, or something like that, you know. And and you do see the progression, and I think that is very yes, very you sad. Are but true. Wondering who this is because you know twenty minutes will go by and he ain't in it, and then they'll do a little scene there, and then it'll go back to a uh -huh. raid or something. And you're trying to think, where's this guy involved? They're showing me this for some reason, but I think it was for the human emotion part of course because there is a wraparound that happens in the very end of this movie that i really appreciated like it was really nice it was like humanized the movie somewhat or yeah, something because i mean if you only have um, i mean there are a thousand movies i think that are just about, drug about the drug and lords the and the thing to catch them and blah, blah, blah. But you don't always get to see the profound effects that something like that happens. And it, it, and you can see also throughout the movie, like there's a scene in Juarez when they very nonchalantly show pictures of women on a wall while they're just in the car, you know, like waiting maybe for a stoplight, who knows. But you can see pictures of women. And that is a thing, unfortunately, in Mexico, in Ciudad Juarez, for years and years, there have been women that have been missing or found dead. They actually call them the dead ones from Juarez, Las Muertas de Juarez. And it's just like they're putting that in, in, into the movie. Maybe you don't notice it, maybe you do. But the point is that all of these problems with drugs and everything, ultimately, they are a human problem. So I think it's very important that they took this little time to show those people, to show that family, to humanize, as you said, this movie, like ground it in a human reality, not just, oh, the drugs. Right, not just an action story in good versus bad. There's exactly. consequences here with there's all the characters. There's consequences and there's nothing black or white. It's Everything is in tones of gray. All right, we got a lot to talk on the 4K side, so let's get our ratings out here. I am coming in with a solid seven mm -hmm. on this movie. Very good. I enjoyed it start to finish. This Emily Blunt character... Like I said, the acting's incredible. I can't criticize anybody in this movie at all, not even a smidge. And uh, all the cut work, editing, camera work, incredible. But this story's just contrived because of this woman, her, <laughs> I want to say almost adolescence <laughs> naivete that needs to happen in this movie is just so contrived and that's my main thought there could have been some more battles i would have liked to seen more of 
the henchmen, the big guys doing more in this. That you don't get in this movie. I would have liked to see more on that side. But this is a solid movie. I can't wait to see the sequel to see where it goes. Hopefully, all the same characters are in it. But this is a rental. I think once you know the twists and turns, I don't think there's nothing else to be gleaned about it. I mean, I wouldn't mind watching it again. I'll have the digital code, so anytime I'll watch it if I'm in the mood for this. Pick it up after a few years, but I'll say rent this. It's a solid little movie. Yeah, I think it's uh, 7.5 for me. I thought, I think it's a very, very solid movie with the negatives that I already put away. I cannot pin, I mean, I'm thinking about her character and I go back to what I said before. I mean, this girl, this was not her department. So I do see someone who works in another department suddenly facing all of this and saying, wait a minute, I don't work like that. I no, this is not what I do. So I, I can see that, definitely. But also, I agree that it's, this is not a, an extremely rewatchable movie. So I am also going to say rent it. All right. And the final stats, this movie was made for $30 million worldwide. It made $94 million, So it got a sequel. It's not some huge hit because you got a half that worldwide with advertising and everything. So it made its money in tens of millions of extra dollars. Okay, 4K time shot on all digital cameras. That is pleasing. 3.4K cameras. It is a true 4K, Lady Phantom. <laughs> How's the video? It's very good. Very clean, very neat. No grain whatsoever. But I think it's just parts of this movie that really show what 4k can do it's definitely not all the movie i would right. say maybe a, 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 a third of the movie maybe i will say when i buy a 4k movie this is the bare minimum i want yes i want no grain i want nice clear pictures doesn't have to have blown out hdr all over that's the demo stuff that's the ones that really light up your eyes when you're getting these beautiful visuals and stuff here this has it all it's clear it's dark at times when it needs to it has contrast when it needs to nothing gets lost shadow detail textures ricochets sound i'm gonna put the sound in this not to jump ahead to very minimal what i would say is it worked for this movie nothing stellar nothing jumps out at you but back to the video phantom there is two scenes that yes. really stand out and i'm sure we're going to be coming in with the same grade but i'll take one and you take the other okay the first time this happens in this movie is when they go to a bar they've just done a raid yes. and they're inside this bar it's got neon lights it's got reds blues yellows greens all in here and just the deepness and richness in the people's faces and like the pool table and the alcohol they're drinking and the bottles and the bartender and the actual bar and everything. It was just so rich and vibrant while being deep. Like it maintained that dark level while really like I just stopped and I'm like, wow, this is a really pretty 
scene that whole time they're in there it lasts a good 10 minutes yeah and you did say something like okay now this is what we're here for right. <laughs> or something like that it's an excellent scene you see all the neon lights reflecting on people's skins and every well not every color but a lot of colors and blues and pinks and reds and everything they looked amazing and before you get to your scene right after this scene there's a gentleman in a car being interrogated yeah and the makeup effect and how deep this scene was too because it's pitch dark out so you're just getting lights into the car and you see the makeup work on this guy and oh my god it's flawless excellent you see every little cut and blood stain and marks on his lips from being hit and things like great so you say that second scene yeah that would be the close to the end scene in the drug lord's house oh that one you're wow okay i'm gonna say three scenes then yeah this guy's house is basically illuminated you know it's light up with basic yellows and oranges Uh yellows and oranges a bunch of lights everywhere but outside it's pitch dark it's nighttime oh my goodness this house looked amazing you know all the contrast with the nighttime because this uh, this family they are dining they are it's funny they are outside but not really outside it's like a room that only has three walls and it's really outdoors in a way it's actually what you would denote here phantom it's like a carport it looks like it's right out the door it's like a patio but it's not enclosed oh okay all right yeah like that but you see in this scene a lot of silhouettes a lot of dark suits against yellow lights yes and, oh my goodness. and i think you're gonna agree i don't know what it is with 4k but yellows any yellow hue really shows above regular blu-ray like yeah. it just is in your face like it's just so much more vibrant and there's so many different shades of yellow that you don't get on standard blu-ray or yeah. dvd and actually i think in general warm colors show much better than cool colors like reds oranges yellows uh they do better in general than greens or blues or purples even though those Those look very nice too i mean they look very nice too but reds oranges and and yellows they they tend to look i mean when they look good on 4k they look amazing yes and i i didn't think that was the scene you was going to mention but since you mentioned it yes that was a great scene that i'm going to give more to the cinematography and the set design there oh yeah it was just well accomplished like just leading up to the gate and then what happens there when he's walking across this big lawn and he's in a dark silhouette like you said because there's no light and he's walking up like excellent camera work i'd love to know who the dp is on this movie but anyway the third scene well, oh, that, you're which, say which is have actually, I think the second, because this one is the third, yes. is where they are going into the tunnel. To Right uh, before that. Yes, right before that. Sun it's just setting. a sunset. Uh-huh. These guys all in uniform, all ready for battle, 
if necessary, they are going inside the tunnel and you see them like, you see their silhouette get lost in the landscape. And the sunset is a, is beautiful with pinks and blues and reds. And reds. Yes. <gasps> Purples. Yeah. Scene. It was oh my amazing. Goodness. And it wasn't black crush. It was done on purpose. Yeah, because it was silhouettes. Yes. And you see them walking over like a mountaintop and then their heads walked down like it was just a gorgeous scene. Like it was just, they had to, get the perfect day for this scene yeah and like they knew they was going to do this the guy behind this film because it was all aspiring like i mean it was just gorgeous and yeah. it really shows on 4k yeah and i don't think there's any way that this could have been a green screen i just don't think so and uh, and after that even i mean the next scene in the tunnels with the thermal camera and the night vision camera they are also very well done the black and white thermal not the green though because they added digital noise there well it was like the, the way a, a night vision camera will that, look like but, uh, i would not call that a standout scene no but oh. you are right the thermal camera which was an actual thermal camera probably that's why it looked so good it, it was so good it was so nice yes all right sound i touched on it a little bit i think this is right down the middle there's nothing yeah, that stood out there's surrounds here with ricochets and stuff yeah some overheads in that tunnel scene like you can hear sand falling that and you. there was a couple helicopters that went yep. overhead pretty much that's that all that's it. overhead all the ricochets are coming around you from the yep. rears and the fronts and everything very well done like I said, I think the dialogue was lost a couple times. It could have been because of the accents. To me, Phantom didn't lose anything. So we're right in agreement with that on both fronts. We both enjoyed the score. Subtle worked when it needed to. Now we're getting into the special features on the disc. Which are only on the Blu-ray. They are Stepping into Darkness, the visual design of Sicario. Blunt, Brolin, and Benicio, portraying the characters of Sicario. Battle Zone, the origins of Sicario. A Pulse from the Desert, the score of Sicario. All right, this is the grade time. Well, we both say this movie's worth the rent. And you said rent too, right? 7.5 yeah. rent. Now, should you want to add this to your collection? Should you or should you not? I'm coming in with a C+. Plus. Okay. This is the minimum that 4K should be with those three standout scenes that bump it up to the plus factor to me. Sound, nothing special. We liked it. It worked, but there's nothing you're going to demo your sound in this movie or nothing. It just works for this movie. Some movies just ain't going to be bombastic and shine every little thing but what was here worked and i, I take it down a little because of the dialogue i still think it was a little on the low end for some reason but for video zero grain this is the bare minimum i want with some standout scenes you could show to anybody c plus it's worthy definitely also because this movie is 10 bucks at the time of recording this so if it's still on sale wow buy this movie it, it's a good movie and you'll enjoy it and the visuals help and everything and the act if you just want to watch great acting get this movie worthy phantom 
All right. I'm coming in with a B minus because those scenes, well, they are not all the movie, but they are amazing scenes in my eyes. And uh, all the movie is crisp and clear and you see everything you need. So I do think this deserves a B minus. And yeah, it's definitely worthy. All right. Wrapping up episode 70, Lady Phantom, why don't you tell the fans what to do? Go to BillShetty.com, sign that guest book, leave us your comments, your suggestions, recommendations, requests, and anything you want. And also, you can go there to the end of the pages, and you can find all the links to subscribe wherever you want. Uh, follow me on Twitter, Lady Phantom 74 and Letterbox is there also. We are there. For Lady Phantom, I am Bill Shetty. We'll catch you on the next Movies in 4K.